0: It's showtime, folks! This is where the big boys play, huh? Woo! And look at Goldberg—he's ready! Oh there we It's gonna be the biggest battleground in the history of our sport. <laughs> its the Cold Classic
1: Classic Nitro Review. We're back in 1996 where everything's going a little bit black and white. Brother, 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 brother. Who be we? I be fake Geordie radio presenter with our portfolio, Tom Campbell, along with resident WCW kids, Sam Driver. I oh, why I said your name. <laughs> driver. <laughs> driver. You having a lovely week?
2: Yeah, it's been all right.
1: It's You've sweet. had a haircut. Anyway, what? I've had a haircut, yeah. This
2: is the last haircut before we start plans to growing it out again.
1: Oh, yeah, We've got to get a whole
2: plan in place because there's that awkward stage, especially with my hair being really straight. Yeah, It turns into like a burst couch for a bit. <laughs> and then it's just this awkward like mop. So we need to get around all of that. So whether that's going to be a mullet or some sort of sick top knot or some, some other way around the awkward phase is what I need.
1: Oh, so that should be
2: intriguing. I, I just can't do the awkward 12-year-old hair again.
1: You quite look quite nice when it's uh, a bit longer as well.
2: Oh, uh, yeah. Well, I used to have it down my chest.
1: Like, I used Did to you? Like
2: there, yeah.
1: Really? Yeah, when I was like 13, 14. I don't think I knew you back then. So no, it was uh, no. long, before <laughs> our t- long before our time together. But that's exciting, though, growing your hair out. Yeah. Like it? Yeah. Look forward to seeing it? Yeah. A lot of long hair in 96. A lot of long hair mm. in 96. Where we are for Nitro. Once Do you know what else more. there is in 96? Uh, dial up internet.
2: There's a lot of maths.
1: A lot of maths. Yeah,
2: we'll get on to it in a
1: bit. <laughs> I know what you mean. Uh, we're in 96, number one movie in the US uh, in this particular week, Independence Day. Number God, it's been out for like four weeks, guys. Stop watching it already. I know, they love it. They bloody love it. Number one in the UK is Tin Cup. Yay. Remember Tin Cup? I've,
2: I've heard of Tin Cup, never watched it.
1: Hey, it's a '96 movie about a golf, uh, failed golfer called uh, Roy Mc- Roy McAvoy.
2: Why isn't his name Tin Tin Cup?
1: His nickname is Tin Cup.
2: Right. Why Roy isn't his nickname Tin, Tin Wolf? <laughs> That would have been so much cooler. <laughs> I'm Tin Wolf.
1: Hi, I'm Tin Wolf. I think and that's that a different series. He plays golf with like a,
2: an eye patch, like a leather eye <laughs> patch, and he's just got <laughs> these mysterious like, battle scars. You know, I think that's that's that should have been the way forward. We should have history. thought of history. God,
1: <laughs> come on, guys, <laughs> try harder. Uh, it's it's Can a love. Can you imagine
2: though, like back in the 1700s or something, the guy's nickname was just Face Puncher. And you're looking back <laughs> over like all these old texts, and no face puncher did descend and punch the king
1: in the face. Skull crusher Henderson.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Backward nicknames. Johnny stabs were good. a lot.
2: <laughs> Just like loads of names. Like you that.
1: knew where you stood with Johnny Stabs a lot, yeah, didn't you? Yeah. Like if he was an arse to you, you knew he was an arse. You know he was Johnny Stabs a lot. What if do you he expect? Wasn't
2: stabbing you, you know, does that mean that he likes you or he doesn't like you?
1: I, th- I don't think it's it's one or the other. I think it's the equal opportunity. I think he'll stab you whether he likes you or not.
2: He is Johnny stabs a lot. He is
1: Johnny stabs a lot. The stabbing has no real... Uh, <laughs> it's indiscriminate, right? It's indiscriminate Anybody. stabbing. You know, yeah. it's just
2: vicinity thing.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Uh, he is not related to, to Gene Wanks a lot Oakland, though. <laughs> um.
2: <laughs> oh, God, if you missed last week, you're jumping in here. This is going to be a lot of masturbation this conversation.
1: Is, this is a cold bath for you. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck. Uh, yeah, Tin Cup, the story of a failed pro golfer who takes on a foxy novice, female psychiatrist, Dr. Molly Griswold. And it looks as if she's going to get him on his right track and they're going to fall in love. Is Molly Griswold played by Molly Ringwald? Sadly not. Oh. That, that, was that, right was, yeah, that was right was there. That was right there, yeah. Could have uh, just
2: taken on Molly Ringwald, it changed the story. It's Hollywood anyway. Yeah, exactly. They probably already changed the story. He was probably a competitive cyclist or something in real life. <laughs> Cycling's not in right now, guys. Golf. Golf is it.
1: Do you know what kids love? Golf. <laughs> Number one song in the US, Macarena. Number one song in the UK, Wannabe and the and Girls. Oh, my God. There's so much more to go of it as well. Um, wannabe's nearly done. Oh, thank God. Macarena, a little bit longer. Oh. We've still got a bit longer in the oven for Macarena. Has I saw the sign come out yet? No, yeah, no. Oh, thank God. But it'll open up your eyes. Good. When okay. it gets there. Open up your mind, sorry. that opens the third eye. Oh, Uh, oh, prying open, my uh, 3rd prying it open with (laughs) with your bare knuckles. Uh, The Observer this week uh, for the World of Wrestling in 1996. Interesting week for fans of Bret Hart. Now, Bretty Boy uh, is currently off WWF television. He did a little bit on their international tour. He's filming scenes for the show Sinbad. Yes. And he is possibly out of the WWF. He looks like he's coming out of contract. They gave him a 20-year deal. Well, not yet. They haven't. Oh, you know about? They're going to give him a 20-year deal. They are, but that doesn't stop WCW from having a little sniff around. <laughs> no, it doesn't. The Observer says WCW sources have confirmed there was indeed dialogue with Bret Hart going on as we speak, but they didn't think anything going on between the two sides could be termed at all serious. According to an internet report, which may have reliability because of other facts regarding Hart, and it was accurate, and things would be widely known, stated that Hart would be writing all about it shortly in his column in the Calgary Sun. So keep. Keep an eye on the Calgary sun for when it rises. Get them back issues out, lads. Get them uh, out.
2: Well, it's, it's a weird one, the Brett WCW initial talks, because Brett ultimately chooses loyalty like an old school wrestler would, right? Mm-hmm. Like Flair did, like Harley Race did when they were presented with Jump Across. Nah. <laughs> uh, and then just, uh, you know, short, Brett chooses loyalty. Uh, Sean and Vince choose violence (laughs) well not even Sean Vince chooses violence Sean's just an accessory to (laughs) Sean's just the weapon Sean's the dagger in
1: the night I think many in 1996 would describe Sean Michaels as a weapon
2: oh yeah in in every sense of the word
1: absolute weapon Uh, but yeah so it was an interesting one with I mean that's I mean there's that and obviously the few other bits in the which we're going to talk about as we go through today's show because Mm. there's quite a few things to dissect here Um, but certainly Bret Hart's possible arrival into world Championship it's wrestling. amazing
2: they would definitely know so much to do with Bret Hart
1: oh my god they would have so many ideas
2: you know you just look at what happens later and you could tell <laughs> WCW was a company that knew what they were doing in signing
1: Bret Hart they knew they fucking ruined it <laughs> they fucking ruined it how would you get handed a golden goose and, and just then you bring him in
2: as a fucking special guest referee for one <laughs> to start things off. Well, I can't quite legally wrestle yet, but I can be in the ring. Fuck that. Bring him <laughs> in and have him fucking wrestle. <laughs> Who cares if everybody knows he's jumping? Just fuck it. Oh,
1: <laughs> we'll talk about that next and year. And everybody
2: loves the fucking, you know, the, the shoulder plate spot. But it's so awkwardly clunky when you actually watch it back and it's not the super cut down one WWE always shows.
1: Oh, yeah. the full. When it
2: goes down, time. it's just sort of like, when well, they're both down, what's going on? for like two and a half minutes, and then Brett starts shuffling like he's been hit by a plane and somehow survived. And he just sort of takes off the plate, and he's like, yeah! I quit. Oh, God.
1: (laughs) we got all that to look forward to, you'll be excited to say. Uh, For Nitro this week, we're in Palmetto, Florida. They are a fucking grim crowd. All they seem to do tonight is boo. They are. (laughs) It
2: feels like this is taking place in like a fucking cavern. And these people have been sat in the damp, dark, cold for fucking hours. And, you know, they've not even had a sniff of music, Mm -hmm. lights, anything. They've just been sat. And then in they walk, turn the lights on, and it's not improved from there (laughs) all fucking night. And it affects the quality of the matches big time. Oh, my God. And and some of the. Me, there's a match that I looked at on this card going, all right. And it was. Dog wank simply because the crowd wasn't <laughs> fucking involved. The crowd ah, were just sort of looking at it like it had just sort of shit on their breakfast table. Dog and wank. I'm like, how, what the fuck? How, <laughs> does one,
1: how does one dog wank a match like this? <laughs> <laughs> we find out together. And you know what? They waste no time this week on Nitro. Literally, the bell is sounding as the as the intro is going off. Oh, the God, yeah. It's going a packed show off. this week. Packed to the rafters. Billy Kidman in our opening contest. Bob Kidman.
2: Uh, we saw him two weeks
1: ago. Who's he yeah, up against? Him. He's against the debuting Juventud Guerrera. The fucking juice. Yes. Yeah. Straight out of Mexico. There's been a lot of conversations about him. Guys, we've seen him in now
2: ECW. Billy Kidman as if he's important. Of We've course already he seen is. him. He's, he got taken out of his packet. Last week or two weeks ago, (laughs) and we've sort of scuffed him up a bit. Now, now we got Hoovy.
1: Hoovy's all clean and fresh and new. Who are you, Tony Khan? Yeah, (laughs) I don't want to play with you anymore. Uh, who the juice is officially on the loose in World Championship Wrestling after. Uh, he was showcased in ECW, uh, which is which has kind of become the, the the training ground for WWF and WCW, whether they like it or not. It's just become the, the market floor. It hasn't really been sort of, <laughs> yeah. I'll have that, i love
2: that, and you'll get this.
1: They're gonna waste no time with Hooventuka. Or I'll snowpack. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I want to refund this. <laughs> the values decreased. Uh <laughs> because you took him out of the box. Uh, Al Snow, by the way, on the podcast feed this week. Hey, Had a lovely chat with Al on Monday, all about about wrestlers on Netflix. It's good, isn't it? It's good. Yeah, I've only seen one episode so far. It's been very good. Oh, I'll I'll mention this bit here. So that first episode that you saw, so Al Snow's office is like a bit of a revolving door, which we talk about. And there's one scene where this lad certified just comes in, cuts a promo, (laughs) and then leaves. And I was like... That was weird. Like, is that a thing? And he pops up again throughout it. And then I have this... Uh, we chatted to Al about it and asked him about it. And the clip we put online mentions him. Fucking certifies him with DMs this morning. <laughs> he's all right. He's lovely. Yeah, he's
2: coming for you, Tom.
1: He's coming for me. But I'm going to meet get him in the past. to book
2: him. And let, let's have him absolutely fuck you
1: up. Go oh, on. my God. Don't do it. I don't want to we'll book. We'll
2: do the Al Snow certified light tubes and everything. He loves them. <laughs> he loves them. Can't he, get enough of them. He loves the light tubes as Al Snow. <laughs>
1: Uh, look, I have a certified coming soon. We're going to meet in the past and we're going to get him on. I want to have a chat with certified. He'll be on the podcast feed in a bit. Uh, but Juventud um, Guerrero in his debut here. No, no, it's Juventud Guerrero, Tom. No, oh, God, no. <laughs> Unless you're Larry Zabisco. Very <laughs> confused by the concept of there being more than one wrestler with a Guerrero name. Says? Oh.
2: honestly, he goes, like, they talk about the difference in the names. It's not Guerrero, it's Guerrero. And then it's like, oh, this is too close for me. And it's sort of like, whoa. <laughs>
1: Yeah, he famously warred with Larry Zabiska, who lived just down the road. <laughs> no, don't count. Stop it. In
2: fairness, I don't think Hoovy'd be a very good neighbour.
1: I think he'd be a hilarious neighbour. He'd be hilarious. Yeah. I mean, like a
2: Simpsons kind of way. Simpsons can't be very good neighbours.
1: Yeah, that's it. Yeah. A wacky, wacky bad neighbour type thing. Actually, Simpsons are terrible neighbours, aren't they?
2: They're just terrible people. Mm. Like, quite a lot of the time. Simpsons? But it's the same as Seinfeld, right? They're all terrible people. Everybody looks at Seinfeld now and goes, all oh, these people are horrible. And it's like, the show shows you what happens if you're a horrible person. Yeah. That's the whole point of it. Every week,
1: if you behave like a dick, shit happens to you. <laughs> Some of the best people in sitcoms are just horrible people. Yeah. I mean, we're watching the new series of Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah. They're just, they are horrible people. Horrible people. <laughs> but I love watching them. But that's the thing, right?
2: They're just, and they're not real. It's, no, fine. it's fine. We can laugh at them. I know Jerry Seinfeld's real, but I'm not sure if it's <laughs> if it is or not.
1: Oh, I don't know. I think it might be he's real. so
2: rich now. Surely he's just got a robot version of himself,
1: <laughs> just going through the motions. Yeah, like just that. Whenever um, he's got
2: to be on TV, they just set it up in TV mode, and away he goes.
1: Like that Seinfeld experiment they did on Twitch. Yeah, that uh, then got the, really the racist and AI transphobic. Seinfeld. Yeah, very quickly. They left an AI just to write its own episodes of Seinfeld and animate them. I was fascinated. Mm. and, and it's, I love stuff like that I'm always intrigued by stuff like that and I showed it to Alex uh, my good lady and this, as, what I like is there's enough about us that's slightly different and she watched it and went what's the point it's a show As about nothing. It's anyway. just it's just the it's just the fact that we can do
2: it. But it's, it's yeah, a show but... about nothing forever. Like, yeah. it will never end. Exactly. Until racism. <laughs> until racism. Uh, happens. At which point it had to be cut down like a fucking burning tree. Like get out, no, stop, <laughs> stop. stop. You're not going to burn anything else.
1: Try again next year. Fingers crossed. Guy,
2: same guy did the not the same guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, the similar thing, but there's a guy who did the the talking banana. Do you remember that on Twitch? He just had no. this mechanical rubber banana that talks. So whenever anybody donated money, it would read it out. Uh, and he'd leave it running. And, of course, the first thing that happened when he left it running and wasn't present was people tried to get it to say very naughty things. Oh, my God. And it became this one-man war against, like, finding every single word or combination of words they could use to make certain <laughs> phrases. Um, and he sort of had to keep trying to stay one foot ahead of them.
1: Bloody yeah. yeah. <laughs> so moving to Guerrero... <laughs> anyway, that's, yeah. a, that's our that's bananas. first, ta- first <laughs> tangent <laughs> Let's of the day. They have high hopes and big plans straight off the bat because at full brawl, we're going to see Umbu Guerrero versus Conan for the, quote, Mexican title. Yes. I don't think it's the WCW Mexican title. I think it's just...
2: It's not a triple A one? It'll be a, presumably yeah. the triple A one. Triple A. That's
1: what's happening. So th- The triple A is going to be showcased a full brawl. So Juventud Guerrero is getting a run out here. And he hits a lovely electric chest on set flip. He mm-hmm. hits a lovely Pescado leg drop. And he hits a lovely springboard plancher.
2: It's just very, very showcasey this match.
1: Kidman gets a bit though. I know you weren't oh, keen yeah. on the no, Kidman. No, no, I
2: love Billy Kidman, but you know we saw him two weeks ago. <laughs> we've seen all these wrestlers loads to be honest I don't know he's get new ones more <laughs> Let's keep more. bringing new wrestlers in bring them in bring in old ones as well boop, boop boop as long as I've not seen them for a bit Just dump them there stick them in some new outfit grand <laughs> Glacier's actually been seven people on the roster so far. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny you've
1: never seen Glacier and Jim Powers in the same room before. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought they'd fallen out. Kidman counters a springboard with a power bomb That gives him a little bit of a flurry uh, from here. He gets a near fall off a shooting star press, a yeah. very near fall. Uh, but this is Hoovy's night. He wins with a top rope, Frankensteiner, which Larry Zabisco calls a flying fajita because Larry Zabisco. Yeah. Well done, Larry. And then, Larry.
2: bless him. Hoovy gets eviscerated by the audience.
1: Right, yeah. So,
2: Gene. Like, it's not even cl- its It's just straight evisceration. Gene it... does the
1: Oscars playoff and everything. It's just fucked. Oh, it's really bad. So, Mean Gene uh, speaks to Hoovy and is and, and and up front.
2: Specifies to the audience, like, you know, like as you were about to say, I imagine. Uh, you I know, might the not be. The guy can't speak English mm. right very well. Uh, but he says this to the audience. Yeah. Like just as a hey guys, like he can't really speak English very well. And then they just eat him alive. It's he, like
1: fucking watching Jaws circle the boat. He does his first part of his promo in Mexican. Uh in Spanish, rather, of the Mexican. He does it in Spanish and booze just rain down on him. Yeah. It really rain down on him. Yeah. Horrible crowd. Uh, he then attempts in English to talk about the New World Order. Yeah. Uh what's the what's the quote that we get? from him regarding it you sent it to I me it to oh, well, uh, i've got now he talks about how in mexico they're familiar with the new world order uh there is an english language barrier and booze from the crowd that are this making is. this quite difficult to understand
2: yeah and as the booze are getting louder he's obviously getting more flustered and gene's like oh for fuck's sake uh but he just sort of screams then all oh, mexico is a scare have a scare but they have to and then gene kind of just sort of goes, uh, anyway, and just sort of tries to wrap up.
1: Gene was a real cunt here. Yeah. Because he goes, uh, you know what, we're out of time. Take it up with someone else. I'm having a tough time here. What a prick. Well, in fairness, here comes some maths.
2: Assuming Gene began a fair game this evening at the start time of the show. Ha 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 ha!
1: He had a leisurely
2: stroll through round one, clocking it at five minutes forty-eight on the Gene Watch timer, brought to you by Rolex. So, if you shave a minute or two off, that roll year, one but then he off, was in the
1: ring, ready to go. Yeah,
2: yeah, you know, like pretty good round one.
1: I assume he would have had a leisurely first one, maybe five ten minutes before they started. There's no rush.
2: That's just that inviting danger. You got to do some stretches. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> some tight turnarounds tonight, Tom.
1: So Gene's first wank done. <laughs> He is off and running. And, not, and quite literally running. <laughs> Holy fuck, Sam, we're getting new glacier footage. We are. New not. glacier we're, footage. New
2: glacier footage? Yeah. We've
1: seen prancing around outside the church. No, but this is new church footage. Is it? Yeah. We haven't seen the smoking pit before. Oh, right. It's smoking pit. I didn't even
2: notice. Yeah. And I just looked away, kept
1: writing. And he's swinging a weapon around now. He's got a staff. Didn't have a staff before. He was just doing karate. What Hi-ya. is all this for? Like it, it's, <laughs> Wrestling. It's, that's what it's for.
2: It's like you've been fucking teasing this Glacier character for ages. He's gone from being just uh, a logo with no name to Glacier coming soon to fucking snow and blood runs cold. And then Glacier coming soon. And then it was like, hey, he's doing kung fu outside and ice churches. And there's a cool guy. Uh, and it was like, OK, Glacier coming soon. And then it's like, oh, he's doing Kung Fu outside of a church, except now he's got a light-up glove. Mm -hmm. And that was after the Toy Fair disaster. And now he's got a fucking staff. Like, are they just... Like, as a kid, I remember just not really being asked about this. It's like, I wouldn't have been saying, oh, he's got a stick. Like, his figure's going to be amazing. (laughs) (laughs) What? Just bring him out, man. No, come in soon. Bring him out. Come in soon. fucking via Mahan levels of shit. Just shit-housery. I'm done.
1: I want Glacier now. And I'm not the only person as well. You're not, as we'll get to. Uh, As Tony and Larry talk about Sting and Lex's Horseman Alliance last week, the crowd are booing wildly. I don't know what's happening in the ring, but they're really unhappy. I don't know. Maybe they thought they they were all going to a WWF event. (laughs) <laughs> Maybe WCW
2: <laughs> diverted loads of tour buses. They paid the tour bus drivers to circle them back around into a WCW venue.
1: <laughs> Larry proves that every man is always at some point thinking about the Roman Empire. Because Alexander the Great and, Roman the em- and, Ro- and the Roman Empire, if Luger and Sting can't get on with the horsemen, the next empire could be the new world order. I saw, I saw this meme and I do think about the Roman Empire a lot. I thought about the Roman Empire loads since seeing the meme.
2: I well, I, I, this is the area we live in, right? I live right on the old city walls and shit, like Hadrian's walls running right through the town. Mm. So like, there's Roman shit everywhere in Newcastle.
1: It's called Newcastle because yeah. it was a Newcastle. It oh, yeah. was built it's, to it's keep built people out.
2: Because well, yeah, get get rid of all the the non Newcastle people. We should still mm. have city walls, Tom. <laughs> Keep any Southerner out. Oh no! Oh, no. <laughs> Where did you come from, Luton? Mm-hmm. yes <laughs> you can go around the walls. You're would not I, coming through.
1: Would I have to walk in and get on a bus and go? Why, man, I'm off. No, you home. just go. I work for BBC Radio Newcastle. Uh, go, oh, you're allowed in. I thought it might be that scene from The Great Escape, as I'm getting on the bus. I'm you're going, still going to do a very intimidating
2: like border check with somebody just sort of sitting staring at you in papers, please style. Ah, oh, no. And
1: you've got to kind of stand there and just like I've got to get. In. What you having for your tea? For my di- yes, my tea. Uh, I'm having a steak slice. Where from Greg's. Mm-hmm. All right, fine, it's fine. Okay. Um, who's the uh, Who's the king of the world? It's Jimmy Nail. That's okay. okay. that's it? Yeah. Well, done. well done. Thank you, thank you. Uh, are you to doing the tune? Uh, why I?
2: we should just have a blimp as well a sight- for sightings of anybody leaving Sunderland <laughs> <laughs> Shoot, so just a, a Lord of the Rings
1: style horn <laughs> 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 Lock the city doors, and just as I pass through, as I get on the coach, the bus driver goes, "Good luck," and I go, tarbab Oh no! Just hold on! Give Give me the game away! Just dragged
2: to St James's and chained to a <laughs> fence and made to <laughs> watch the play.
1: No, don't make me watch Newcastle United. <laughs> I'm a Sheffield fan. Uh, <laughs> so Tony and Larry talk about the Roman Empire, as we all are. Yeah. Uh, Marcus Bagwell, American Males theme kit. Marcus, as in Marcus Aurelius, as in, as in the. (laughs) oh god we're going to be thinking about the Roman Empire all show now I'm not surprised American Males music hits Marcus Bagwell no Scotty Riggs
2: no because Scotty's a weakling that got injured legit injured whereas we've got the solo Merry Male Mm -hmm. Marcus Bagwell he's an
1: American male Merry Male Marky Bags Merry Male Marky Bags
2: (laughs) and he's dressed like a court jester (laughs) from the middle ages (laughs) he's got little bells on and he's he's sort of sauntering down
1: I say my king uh, he... No, that's not Scott Steiner <laughs> in about yes time. Ooh, Scott! Scotty! I'll do anything you say! <laughs> uh, yeah, so no Scotty Riggs, <laughs> but we have a replacement in Teddy Long-flanked Jim Powers. The real American male. American male's 2.0, and, uh, quite possibly.
2: Like, well, Teddy Long kind of gives him a bit of a... a, bit of a just a bit of a hype talk as I
1: mm. on the, way down the ramp. It's pretty nice. Uh, Teddy Long used to manage Marcus Bagwell in Dubsy Dub. Yes. So there's a nice little throwback there. I like it. They're setting them up as a nice little team. Uh, they are facing Kevin Sullivan and big Bubba Rogers. Uh, Dave Penzer's microphone cuts out midway through because we've been able to hear Dave Penzer yeah. and then it clicks off. So we just hear ooh, 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 And I fear this may be the rest of our lives <laughs> with Dave Penzer. <laughs> <laughs> Please come back, Dave. He does come back later, don't worry. Uh, a picture in picture reminds us that the Taskmaster is quite good with the wrestling. Yeah, so he's been around a while, but he's
2: still all right. It's Kevin Sullivan. And he's in his normal ring Lock attire, to Florida. He's a Satanist and he's going to turn them all over the devil. Look at what he did to Nancy. She can't keep her hands off of Gene. She's evil.
1: Gene's having to wank round the clock to sort it out. No, they're two unrelated matters. <laughs> are
2: they two unrelated Nancy's right? maybe being sent by the board to try and to try and throw him off his game. It, it is a competitive sport, remember. Uh, <laughs> so maybe he... it's some like mob connections that are like, no, we need Gene to lose this week. How... They need him to throw the fight, and he's like, I ain't throwing no
1: fight. And How so is... they send in people to kind of mess with him. I'm I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. You know, personal peccadillos uh, accepted. <laughs> How is Nancy Sullivan? Giving you a little gentle rub on your chest. Meant to make you wank less.
2: <laughs> I suppose it's meant to make him uh M-
1: wank more. To
2: not to yeah, basically to throw himself off of his game. He's gotta oh. pace himself through the night, right? So therefore
1: he's doing the more often. Yeah. So therefore, like by the end he's he's pagged. Yeah. Gotcha. That's it, right? They just need him to throw the fight. <laughs> so <laughs> spaff the fight. So he can't <laughs> Anymore. <laughs> um Jim Powers batters Kevin Sullivan on the outside. Powers looks brilliant here. Yeah, Powers Ooh. really should be getting more going on and then it just sort of fizzles away. it's weird. <laughs> it really odd. Uh, this fudged together American males combo are doing okay until Bubba starts battering bags. Uh, then we see Sullivan land his tree of woe. Hey, <laughs> they teased that in the video package. Oh, I mentioned it and then they showed it three times and we're seeing it again. It's Kevin Sullivan. He likes the thing where he runs into the corner and throws his body at your balls. It's Kevin Sullivan. (laughs) Hoof to the chap. It's Kevin Sullivan. Hoof to the chap. Lock up your dad. It's Kevin (laughs) Sullivan. Uh, heart tag to powers.
2: Every time you come back, lock up your grandma. It's noted local Satanist <laughs> Kevin Sullivan. No, noted local pervert Kevin Sullivan. Your grandma's dead? Well, unfortunately, that's not going to stop. Local noted Satanist <laughs> Kevin Sullivan. He'll dig her up and use her in a,
0: a strange ritual.
2: Turn off your Next ice cream thing van. She'll just be sort of stroking Mean jeans arm on national TV. You really want that? Of
1: <laughs> course you don't. It's Kevin Sullivan. <laughs> Hot tag to Powers uh, proves effective. They send Jimmy Art packing, and then Powers lands a big old crossbody onto Big Bubba Rogers. Gets a three count! American Males 2.0! Win the day! Wait a minute! It's fucking Nick Patrick, isn't it? And Nick Patrick says, no, he got his shoulder up. Restart the match. And in the confusion, Big Bubba lands the old boss man slam and gets the one, two, three on Powers. I think it was justified. Oh no. I'm not having a match end by crossbody, Tom. <laughs>
2: I don't care if it was the real finish. Nick Patrick was just looking out for our entertainment. <laughs> oh, is that what he was doing? <laughs> <laughs> Bloody hell, Patrick. Crossbody
1: to put Big Bubba away. Big crossbody? And by heavy 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 boy Jim Powers. Crossbody? You yeah. like using a DDT as a You're making in this me day a crossbody for Who's not agreeing. That? <laughs> admittedly on anyone else hitting a crossbody i'd be all in with you but it's jim powers who's a bulky boy in fairness i'm happy that the ddt is
2: back to kind of um it's former glory but you know remember when the ddt was just a connector move in like 2002 yes yeah that's what crossbodies have always felt like so when someone wins with one i'm just like (laughs)
1: what
2: what what happened what happened (laughs) where's it gone what's happened what's gone wrong
1: Yeah, uh, Teddy Long argues with Dick Patrick, but the result stands. Mean Gene gets back in the ring, sorted his trousers out, and he talks to the Dungeon of Doom. Big Bubba Rogers should be getting all the title shots and should be in all the main events. He won't be overlooked anymore. And then, to much of Sam Driver's delight, he goes, what about this Glacier character? Finally. Somebody with the balls to bring up fucking Glacier. (laughs) What's the deal with Glacier? (laughs) You keep saying you're coming. You're coming. You're coming. Well, come in then. Come on then, baby. Let's go. (laughs) Jimmy Hart says, Glacier's blood runs cold. The only thing that's going to run will be you when you get in there next week. Glacier, if you're coming,
2: come on. I'll let you have a little bit of this and points to his chest. <laughs>
1: <laughs> come on, mit hits, is what Big Bubba Rogers has said there. Gene Oakland getting hot under the collar. Uh this is interesting. Taskmaster then goes, Hey Gene, I saw you hanging out with Old Gogan last week. Yeah. Mean Gene immediately throwing someone else under the bus, saying that wasn't me, that was Eric Bischoff. You can almost hear a bit of a ooh from the crowd as he says that. It's because someone dropped their beer on the back row. I oh, was it was. Yeah. Thought, I thought for a second you can't they gave not tell a me that shit crowd, about were the crowd fucking actually watching any of the evening except no. for like the
2: front row people.
1: That's true.
2: Like it was shocking, man.
1: That, so Hogan hanging out with Gene. I'm assuming. That this was something that happened in real life in IRL, where Hogan and Gene were probably fa- hanging and banging. Together. Yeah. And they've just sort of addressed it on television yeah, in this sort of haphazard way. And also, this is around the time <laughs> where, where they was... Were...
2: Sullivan's sort of like, yeah, I saw you with Hogan at this exact bar. Here's the address in Florida. <laughs> at this time on Wednesday evening. <laughs> Do you want to explain that, Gene? You were drinking a nice-looking cocktail, weren't you, Gene? I have a big glass. And it's just really, just minute details.
1: You look a bit flushed, Gene. Yeah. Like you've been doing some rigorous It wasn't a
2: competition day, exercise. was it?
1: <laughs> it's usually Mondays. Is it a training day, Gene? How do you train? Does Hogan help? <laughs> yeah, both of yeah.
2: you. encouragement through the bathroom door. Go on,
1: brother. Tug that, tug, tug that dick, brother. <laughs> I'll give it here. <laughs> uh, for, those of
0: you, for, those, for those of you
2: who care about Gene Watch, brought to you by Rolex. Rolex. Um, Gene's had a leisurely stroll through this portion of the evening so far. Are <laughs> WCW even trying to push him as an athlete this week? 18 minutes 53, meaning that Gene's had about 13 minutes to play with. Uh, and you've got to wonder what he
1: did with the other 12. Playing with. Yeah. <laughs> so, compared to his performance last week, is it is it looking. It's a stronger start, isn't it's it? It's a stronger start, I agree, mm. that's for sure. For um, If you're joining us for the first time, we're, we're commenting and documenting Mean Jeans wanks during the segments.
0: <laughs> Don't
1: ask us how
2: we ended up here. You know, we're it's, not
1: entirely sure it's anymore. Best not to ask. <laughs> Just watch last week. Yeah, you'll, you'll, get it. <laughs> you'll yeah. figure it out next. It's fine. It all, it all makes sense at the end. It's fine. Uh, G asks if Nick Patrick's hand has been greased by the taskmaster to his... T- <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, mate. <laughs> Fuck, mate. <laughs> 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 That's his exact words! He exactly <laughs> says... <laughs> Your hand been greased to which Taskmaster says, Everybody's entitled to a mistake, Gene, like you hanging out with Hogan with your greasy hand. Oh, God. oh my God. <laughs> uh, anyway, we all know that palm greasing during a tournament season is considered. Ban- is a, is a yeah, You don't offense. want to use any performance-enhancing salves or anything like that. No, absolutely no. not. Absolutely not. all the way. Savlon have been chased out of the competition, <laughs> and they're not involved in any way.
2: Are you going to build up the calluses to be a real
1: competitor? <laughs> <laughs> These are the hands of a champion. <laughs> champion what, <Mark>, Dad? <laughs> You'll learn when you're a bit older. Yeah, I'll, t- I'll tell you when you're older. <laughs> Uh, backstage mean Gene rushes (laughs) just as I said are they even trying this week
2: (laughs) (laughs) Ah. a real challenge (laughs) back to back you'll notice Gene is not wanking (laughs) that's because he is a pro (laughs) because camera just slightly down. But he made do on what connoisseurs of the sport refer to as the Belgian back-to-back. 21 minutes 11, registering an official Gene watch time of 2 minutes 18. Brought to you by Rolex, a consummate professional. Funny's <laughs> with Sting and Luger.
1: <laughs> They're looking at him funny to start with. Uh,
2: Gene, it smells weird. <laughs> Gene, mate, calm down. Your moustache is really sweaty.
1: Gene, we're worried about you. Gene, can you not do it on a day that is a nitro? Because <laughs> <laughs> you're busy enough as it is. Um. Before Fall Brawl, Lex and Sting have been challenged by Steve McMichael and Chris Benoit. They have taken their spots in the Horseman's team for war games. And initially
2: it was fine, but now we need to have a match just to make sure they're men enough Mm -hmm. to, to actually take on the challenge.
1: Luger's up for it. Sting sees it as a gut check. And Flair has warned them that they should never question he and Luger's intestinal fortitude. Uh, but, and, and I like, and because he, he, he's very open to the idea that look, if this match goes awry, he knows that Flare and Arm will come out and help their boys. Next is just looking at it as a ticket back to the big time.
2: He's I used to be in the horseman. No. Just, just get in there, fucking kick Mongo out. I'll be gravy. I
1: want to be back on that gravy train. Best lineup ever. Mike Anus. He's in action next. He's facing it Charvo is, Guerrero. I've
2: this match guide very badly.
1: <laughs> now, I could give you it, or you could give it yours. I'm very intrigued <laughs> to hear how you have graded. All I'll say is, in terms of my notes, I will say that um, Charlie's music, I thought, sounded like a rip-off of Bad Street Atlanta GA. Yeah. Uh, and also, Tony announces during this... Uh, that at Halloween Havoc it's going to be Hogan versus Randy Savage, just as the Gypsy Woman said. It was reported months ago that the the MGM Grand want a Slim Jim Halloween Havoc main event of Hogan and Savage. They just have to navigate their way there. And lo and behold, they have. Well. Over to you. Anus
2: proves his otherworldly strength before he releases Charvo all over the floor. (laughs) He then picks him up and dumps him in the ring. Anus flexes, now playing with the Chavo he released all over the floor, stretching him out, squeezing him. He flings Chavo primarily uh, as Conan watches on, engrossed by Anus's power. Dick has now joined the Anus party. He stands there, hooded, stirring as Anus hoists Chavo, but falling victim to the weight of his own actions. Randy gets a thumbing before Dick finally springs into action. Dick brushes Anus to the side. He's the main attraction now. Dick <laughs> pummels Chavo, only for Chavo to roll him up for the win. Dick and Anus then bicker, they're fun for the evening <laughs> <laughs>
1: It's beautiful. Mean and Gene couldn't have ridden it better. <laughs> it's like a form of weird art. <laughs> That's basically the match. It's it's yeah. um the finish I will just I will lament on this as Dirty Dick comes out looking like Taz with a fucking towel yeah. over his head and, and uh, Anus f- eye gouges the referee at one point to which Dick who's wearing who, the only similarity between Dick Anus and uh, sorry, sorry Mike <laughs> Anus the team's called Dick Anus. Between Mike Anus and Dick Slater, the only similarity is they're wearing the same trousers. <laughs> but the fuck is not, they've got their own pairs,
2: obviously. They're it, not in the same trousers. Dick gets in and he's like, no, you fuck off. Get out of the ring, Anus. And then he tries to <laughs> wrestle the match and loses and the ref counts it anyway,
1: even though he's not a fucking competitor. No. But the like ref it. just sees, well, those look <laughs> like the guy's trousers. I won't look any further up the body. Was it Nick Patrick? No, well, it that's was what you get
2: when you don't use Nick Patrick. Randy Anderson. Fucking... Oh, Randy was in there with Dick and Anus. Yeah,
1: Randy, Dick and Anus all over Chavo's. And
2: what, what's going to happen, like, the, the classic, you know, some say the oldest tag team in the world, Dick and Anus. <laughs> like, what happens when they fall apart? <laughs> that's like a rift that I don't think we're ready to bridge in 1996.
1: Dick and Anus, they're close yet so far apart. <laughs> what?
2: <laughs> Locked in a <an> struggle. <laughs>
1: It is still a mystery why uh, the body was designed with the ignition so close to the exhaust, but there it is. Uh, I called this twin tragic on their part, <laughs> and I hope it's something that we see more of yes. where Dick and Adas tried to swap places. They should have just given them a twins gimmick where they insist that they're twins. <laughs> they finish each other's
2: sentences. Dick Slater would hate it. It would be so fun. But
1: they're really shit. Yeah. We finished each other's, yes, <laughs>
2: No, he's got to proper nudge him. Stand on his spot like <laughs> that. <them>. Mister Thompson. <laughs>
1: we finish each other's Side trousers. Sandwiches. Sad trousers. <laughs> Gene is on the ramp and he's chatting to Chavo Guerrero. Gene. Gene's straight in there. We'll get a time in a moment. Yes, we will. He calls out Diamond Dallas Page as Chavo Guerrero. He says getting whipped by Page only put coal on the fire. And he's going to teach Page some respect at full Brawl. Chavo says when you mess with one Guerrero, you mess with all of them. Over to Sound Driver for the Mean Gene Wank Time. The
2: Gene Report.
0: The Gene Report. Uh, so
2: 29.54 is the registered time of Gene's appearance
1: here, uh, which
2: means he's not had a lot of time here. But compared to the last challenge, this must have been a walk in the park. Eight minutes, 43 seconds on the official Gene Watch Timer brought to you by Rolex.
1: <laughs> uh, he's we doing do all right. Gene
2: again quickly after this, but it was a pre-record, uh, So he's flogging T-shirts. I'm assuming that he was, you know, probably... You know, doing that in the additional 12 minutes he had earlier.
1: I assume he did. Yeah. Uh, Gene Oakland and Bobby Heenan are in a T-shirt commercial for uh, the new Nitro Grey shirt. Bobby's got his T-shirt on backwards. What's he like, eh? But he's got his hands in such a that way where it looks like Heenan. they're at the front. Like oh, these. my God. Uh, Gene pulls him up on this and says, you're wearing your shirt the wrong way around. And Gene, Bobby Heenan says, shirt's on right, your head's on wrong. <laughs> that was a good line from Bobby, to be fair. I was into it. Uh, yeah, buy yourself a WCW t shirt. Reasonably priced now at $19.95. Yeah. Far better than that fucking oh, Hogwild wild jacket. Wild jacket, which was like $95. In ninety six. Fucking
2: ridiculous. I was embroidered and everything, but it was fucking hell. Still
1: God a lot still a lot of money. Uh we have Mr. JL taking on Ray Mysterio next. Surely this'll be a banger. Mm. Uh, Ray goes to the camera. I've got the bell, Dean. I know you want it. Why don't you come and get it? So he's thrown down the challenge to Dean Malenko. Uh, JL is very mysterious, says uh, Tony Schiavone on commentary. Yes. I'd argue that Ray Mysterio is more mysterious. Well, they
2: make they make mention of the fact that uh, Mr. JL is not of Mexican or Asian extraction. No. <laughs> which is like the most clarification we've had on JL yes. so far.
1: We're just like, guess who? Is he from yeah. Asia? Is he from Japan? No. Yeah, he's
2: from America. Okay. Is he from
1: Texas? (laughs) Knock down the heads. It's the
2: biggest guess who ever. Every wrestler.
1: A strangely slow affair. Long headlocks and series of arm drag spots between the two. They're clearly in no rush tonight. As they're fighting, Hulk Hogan arrives. Sorry, Hollywood Hogan arrives in the back stage area with the outsiders. They go up to the production truck with their spray paint cans and the marauders start spraying NWO for for life life all over over the the production truck.
2: Nasharoo just getting involved. It's ridiculous.
1: Hogan's 43 at this point. What's he doing graffiti in?
2: he's being cool
1: he's just being he saw
2: that Bart Simpson do it on the telly (laughs) El Hogan
1: (laughs) El Hogo (laughs) I was terrified when I saw that Hogan was 43 at this point because that means at the time that we're seeing Hulk Hogan here in Nitro in 96 he's only three years younger than me (laughs) oh Oh. and it looks like that's not the case well at least you don't have the skin of a hot dog I mean that's the big difference yeah. I haven't got hot dog skin yes I've just I, just I eat hot dogs I don't have the skin of one uh, D Malenko comes out to watch Ray versus JL as we go know, back to the ring disgusting
2: it they're still fucking wrestling
1: He's just still, still very slow how slowly wrestling.
2: They? So don't know who's outside <laughs> they should all stop and watch They should. I'm being honest. The crowd's not into it.
1: JL goes down on all fours and invites some Greco-Roman wrestling from Rey Mysterio, which eventually Rey agrees to. And then they have a little clean break. Okay. Then he says, JL says, hey, Rey, your turn. Get on all fours and I'll Greco-Roman wrestle you. Eventually, Rey is convinced to do so. And JL just hits him. and they just and then this is just a, a very slow submissiony bit long boston crab long half crab long surfboard stretch and i'm going why isn't this lighting the world up like i thought it was i'm would? just thinking why did we come back into this
2: arena so handily they cut back to Hogan outside Yep, there he is having a little spray <laughs>
1: Just being a dick. I don't know, All right. Well, by the time we go back, it'll be a quick roll-up. And what like, no, no, we go back. We're still going. Hour two of Nitro begins, and noticeably, the pace of this match picks up, and then the penny starts to drop. Uh, Ray missing, but landing a hurricane rana off the steel steps looks incredible. Uh, Ray ends the match after a, f- a minute or two. So f- minute or two after Nitro hour two started, uh, crunching J L with a West Coast pop hurricane rana, nearly lands on his neck here, jeebus. Yeah. They look gnarly. Now, I think I figured this out. They had to pad. Of course they did. So therefore, you've the, got this really long bit for the last the pacing, 10 minutes.
2: The pacing of this was fucking exceptionally shit.
1: Yeah. Because you had, <laughs> hey, we've
2: got this cruiserweight match. Great. These are usually really exciting. Slow. Cut to Hogan. All right. Yeah, back we go. It's still fucking... Glacial pace here, boys. Well, oh, we're back to Hogan, all right? Glacier. Come back, and then it starts to pick up a bit because you've got hour two. Oh, my God, fireworks. Look at them fighting each other for... Ad break. <laughs> and then you come back off on an ad break, and then and then you get the fucking finish. It was, like, stretched over four... It felt like four segments, this yeah, match. Yeah,
1: they really... Four segments. Badly paced. These two could have, you know, easily gone, like, a good five, six, seven, fast-paced, high-octane, yeah. but they had to pad it for... Well, numerous reasons, bad planning, I think, on WCW's part. Uh, but he picks it up at the end, so that's fine. Uh, backstage we go, there's Mean G. Round five. <laughs> He's got the horsemen gathered around him with uh, with woman giving him a good caressing as well, part of the plan to throw him off his game. Uh, on Gene's hotline it's been reported that the Chicago Bears want Mongo back Mongo says I'm not here to substantiate your one number I'm like yeah G- yeah Mongo <laughs> fuck you Gene fuck you Gene they're there to take care of Sting and Luger a uh, woman then gets accosted by Gene for like continuing to fondle him and then woman yes. goes hey you're thinking, I think I'm bad. You were hanging out with Hulk Hogan this week, yeah. And Gene balks at this once again, like, we're it's just not having it. Are we really pushing Gene as a as an NWO? He IT? already is, he's he's secret number four. Oh, no, he oh, is, he's no. got to be. Benoit says he didn't give up his spot in war games. Uh, tonight is about ven- he didn't give up his spot in war games easily oh yeah. no he didn't give up his spot Ric Flair and Arn Anderson did but tonight isn't about vengeance it's about security for the horsemen in WCW they're there basically to test that Sting and Luger are the right people to take their spots Yeah, I don't hate that idea no
2: I guess because if they beat the shit out of them they get to go back in the war games right exactly so it's a chance for them to redeem themselves a little further and also put them through their paces and get them to a the point where it's like this is the level of shit you're going to have to bring uh, so here we go. We're going to do it to you. Exactly. Mum, uh, mum, for, for those are keeping track uh, on the official Gene Watch timer sponsored and brought to you by Rolex, we have uh, 15 minutes, eight seconds. So we had all the time in the world. <laughs> uh, as I said, Nancy kind of feeling Gene up a bit, trying to maybe throw him off his game a little bit.
1: Uh, but Gene Consummate Pro does not get the knob out does- <laughs> until the cameras have cut away. Well done, Gene. And then he even gets a little bit of time between the next bit because we get a recap, video package-wise, of Savage's journey with the NWO. We see the chair shot from Hogan just before Clash 33. We see his Savage's promise to sort out the Giant for dropping the ball and his chair-swinging assault at the end of Nitro. Gene Oakland's here with the Macho Man. <laughs> I spoke too soon again. He's oh. only got it
2: on the double double.
1: Oh, uh, he's done 49 it. Forty-nine fifty, which gives a, a round six a turnaround time of four minutes four <laughs> seconds. <laughs> he calls it the double bogey. Yeah. Well done, Gene. Uh, Savage is quiet but deadly right now. Double
2: back to back ball. <laughs> I never thought I'd
1: see it. It's a you know what? Some days you're glad you're alive. <laughs> and this one of those. What our great sport's all about. <laughs> uh, Halloween Havoc. Savage says will be his day. He says he might have lost his marbles. He says, I might have only one marble in my head. Marble Mania stream tonight from 6 p.m. BST at twitch.tv forward slash cold to Is it? It's Thursday, isn't it? You're not doing marbles on Thursday.
2: Is it? Is it the Thursday before a WWE pay-per-view? Top? It's the Thursday
1: before an AEW pay-per-view.
2: Yeah, no.
1: No? No. Marbles next week?
2: Marbles next week?
1: There you go. Fuck it. Well, are you sitting you're, here? You're on Twitch tonight, and spouting
2: out what I'm doing on my Marvel schedule. Who <laughs> do you think you are, Gino <laughs> <Gene Oakley. laughs> uh, Cullen? <laughs> uh, I'll be doing, I'll be doing a wanking stream. It's the catch-up stream from last week because obviously all the releases happen. So I'm doing
1: GeoGuessr
2: with the help of
1: people from home. oh nice. So we're doing a call-in
2: stream, and then next week it will be Marvel Mania.
1: GeoGuessr tonight, though, at 6 p.m. British Summer Time on no, Twitch.tv right, be there. If you're not. It's all your names.
2: If you're not, you're never getting into the the Gene Federation.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the GWF. I'll give you one guess what the W stands for. Winning. <laughs> Close enough. Now, he guarantees that Hogan and Savage, says Savage, will be the scariest match of the decade. Nobody cares. I don't care. You don't care. So let's just let it happen. And then there's a really long pause because I think Savage was done, but Gene wasn't sure. So a long pause happens and then Savage very slowly turns around like a cat that's just heard a bag of dreamies open and goes, do you know what I'm saying, Gene? (laughs) To which Gene really nervously goes, well, I care. And Savage <laughs> goes, I don't care that you care. <laughs> and then he tells everyone that he's going to blow through the giant at Fall Brawl and storms off. Gene, Gene, as Savage is off screen, Gene says, hey, Savage, have you got a spare chair? And then Savage off screen shouts, I've got 72 extra chairs. I, like I don't know what's happening. He's just got 72 chairs in his, his dress. He's taken all the backstage <laughs> chairs for the night. He's just got a weird thing, <laughs> like a superstition, where he needs 72 chairs in his dressing room. He's going to open and fold every one of them <laughs> before the match. <laughs> Savage is a curious beast, but my God, is wrestling fantastic for him in this. Oh, oh yes. my God. There's nothing else like him. Uh, now, I tell you what. There's also nothing like a nice, warm pizza made by loving Italian family. Oh. That's why Jim Duggaroni Pizza is here! Now yeah, that's a
2: spicy pizza! It I is. Can, I can hear that echoing through the halls <laughs> of wrestling time.
1: Now <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a spicy pizza. That's the, the Italian crowd. icon! <laughs> now that's a spicy pizza! Ten... Thousand people flipping over his opponents for this
2: giant paddle.
1: <laughs> ah, bless him. You thought the Austin pop at Mania the other year was loud.
2: You thought Rock coming back the other night was loud. Oh. Get fucking Duggeroni pizza out there.
1: Duggeroni pizza pop is nothing Just like get it.
2: Get him an oven and all night. Like, like they do at Rush concerts with Geddy Lee, uh, where you'd sometimes just, instead of having amps, because you just went straight into the PA, you'd have like rotisserie chicken, and chefs <laughs> would just cut up the rotisserie chicken and give it to people across like the front row. Brilliant. Uh, you should just have Duggan come out with like, have wood-fired, like, hotter-than-the-surface-of-the-sun uh, pizza ovens, and have all the dough ready, and he's just flinging out hot, like, greasy, <laughs> molten temperature pizza onto people on, like, the front row. All <laughs> with extra cheese, so it's just really congealing and it's hard to get off your skin.
1: A you Ah, ah, fucking hell.
2: Wow. Stop. He always lands top inside right on the face.
0: ah, <laughs> oh, oh, fucking hell.
1: 17 people left the auditorium the, today with third-degree burns. For the little, like, Dugger maniacs.
2: He cuts the light like holes <laughs> in it so that when it lands on them, they they can just see through.
1: (laughs) But their skin still
2: burns. Yeah, but that's your new skin now. You're a pizza
1: person. Oh, so it's a permanent skin graft. Kind of, yeah, unless you're going to take it off. (laughs) Why would you ever take it off if you're a Dugaroniite?
2: You know, you can probably eat the bit around the bottom until your nerves fuse through, and then it's going to hurt you.
1: (laughs) Jim Duggaroni Pizza has a spicy pizza on his hands tonight. He's fighting the giant. Uh, once again. Uh, bell sounds and USA chants ring out. Duggan goes for a shoulder. Uh, and, and now this match is a great example of how fucking protected Jim Duggan is at WCW. Yeah. He goes for a shoulder. No no luck. He goes for a second and Jimmy Hart goes, no, don't give the Giant a second shoulder. That's and that's He's endsville. made of glass. <laughs> the Giant will shatter. So Jimmy Hart tries to stop him and, and Duggan gives chase around the ring. Uh, Giant gets out of the ring to, to get him. Duggan ends up fucking lamping the Giant several just times. the trap. Yeah, he uh, he ends up avoiding a strike into the turnbuckle because uh, because Giant takes over, puts him next to the turnbuckle post. Yeah. Giant runs at him, Duggan moves, and the post absorbs Giant's shoulder. Uh, as they are fighting back in the ring and Giant gets Duggan in a, in a bear hug, who the fuck is this? Be, Walking down the ringside area through the be, crowd. That'd
2: be Christian Minister um, Ted Tedward D'Biossi Jr.
1: Tedward
2: D'Biossi Jr. He's just here in the crowd. Ted is here.
1: And he sits down next to some fans. And the fans are losing their Oh, yeah, I bet he had a great time. Oh, my God. <laughs> Ted D boss. He's just why
2: just to watch, you
1: know.
2: Is backstage if he was if he was here for any other purpose? He's a
1: Jim's throwing out pizzas. I'm to get some dinner. Uh now as Ted watches, um, Duggan gives two honking tape fist strikes to the giant, and they have zero effect. He goes to hit one more, but then Jimmy Hart gets the two by four and he's gonna twat Duggan with his own wood. Duggan swats him away and it leads to Giant not just giving him a choke slam but a fucking stalling choke yeah. slam gets him up there holds him there like a fucking baby lets him think about it for about 4 seconds and then just goes whoppa fuck giants power at this point in his life, off the charts. Oh, it's Looks Fucking amazing! Absolutely
2: insane!
1: Uh, believe it or not, Giant beats Duggan, but barely. Like Duggan gets loads in.
2: Oh yeah, like for for somebody who's we've seen sort of be padding out the bottom of the card for a while. Duggan slowly climbing up into mm-hmm. just this mid card position where he he's just thrown in there to to have nice little matches. I feel because he can do a whole range, right? He can do the the really simple, really straightforward, cartoony style stuff. And then at other times, the kind of weird cartoony superhero element of him works in like standard matches. It's it's weird.
1: The only thing I'm sad about is that this kind of dispels the illusion that Jim Duggan came one punch away from winning the world title a few weeks back. Yes. Because the finish to Duggan versus Giant for the WCW title had Duggan frantically taping his fist, but never got to actually land it. Here he lands like two of them, and they do fuck all. Yeah. So you go, oh, he wasn't going to win anyway. It's all right. He'll be a cleaner before long. (laughs) That's very true. He certainly will. (laughs) Ted DiBiase is at ringside. And he does this. And you'll not know what
2: he does if you don't have Patreon.
1: I will tell you, though, because I'm not a monster. He gives a a hand gesture that's symboling four. Yeah. And then moves his thumb to make five. To gesture five. And
2: then he mouths the word, next week. Next next, week. Next week, everybody. Next week. And Bischoff's like, he's going to be the fifth horseman.
1: (laughs) What does this mean? (laughs) What could this possibly mean? He's going to be the fifth horseman, guys. (laughs) That's the only thing it could mean. (laughs) Uh, So... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> mean Gene is waiting on the ramp. Yeah. He's had a little break now. Bless him. Round seven. Round seven. Uh, he speaks to the Giant and Jimmy Hart and says, what's the deal with Ted DiBiase being there? And Giant goes, yeah, I know. Randy Savage, eh? What a dick. It's like, <laughs> no, it wasn't the line of inquiry. But yeah, sure, go off. Uh, he says the Giant is a coward. The only reason he didn't come to Hogwild was because he couldn't, and I quote, quote, Cut the job. Sometimes you do, I just, you've got to cut the job. Cut um, the job. That sometimes. sounds like something that Gene has been doing backstage. <laughs> so, Whatever well, your job is mustard. You can cut the <laughs> job, right? Cut the job is the yeah. mustard. He couldn't cut the job. He promises Savage won't make it to Halloween Havoc. And Giant then says, I'm the world heavyweight champion. No, you're not bless him Gene then gets a hanky and cleans the lens of the camera because Giant was very spitty and sweaty during that
2: yes it was all Giant who was spitty and sweaty and getting stuff all over the camera (laughs) Uh, 57.48 on the official Gene Watch timer brought to you by Rolex this gives the round a turnaround time of 8 minutes 42 uh, now, when you accommodate for a leisurely stroll to ringside, it may have been a decisive finish, this one,
1: pretty early. Mm, got it done in yeah. good form. Big yeah. fan of it, big fan of it. Uh, in fact, he pulled out two napkins, if you look. One of them's very crusty. So he quickly puts it back in his pocket and brings out a normal one.
2: Good. At least he didn't use the same one. It's cross-contamination.
1: Yeah, that camera was going to have children. <laughs> uh, from the resting Observer, the debut of Ted DiBiase is being teased as him becoming the fifth member of the Horseman and teased that he looked in great shape and would come out of retirement. And they would introduce then a sixth member of the Horseman the God. following week. Yeah, it'd be God. It'd be God? Yeah. <laughs> What's God? God Ted DiBiase, God, and the Horseman. <laughs> that writes itself. I suppose it does, yeah. yeah. It does write itself. The real plan for now is that he's actually Just going to don't be... don't check
2: the tax books.
1: <laughs> no, no, don't look at them. Now, whilst, of course, it is being teased that DiBiase, as Bischoff said, is going to join the Horseman. The real plan for now is he's going to be the coach slash manager of the NWO and not be an active competitor. The plan is to introduce Sean Waltman as the NWO's fourth member on Nitro uh, in the forthcoming weeks. There may be a backup plan, however, if Waltman's deal isn't quite worked out. The WWF is in its release and they've they've offered Sean Waltman his release. Uh, but it's still not being completed. Uh, and I think we talked about this a bit last week. They're yeah. being very pernickety about how Sean Watman presents himself on WCW. Yeah. None, of the, none of the sort of motions or poses.
2: So in comes number four or number five, depending on how you look at it. And um, he is called six. Mm-hmm. Why they could just call him Sean Pack. You know, I know he was an ex-pack at this point, but if he was Sean Pack, <laughs> I just think that would have been funnier.
1: <laughs> where's the pack come oh from oh my god it's Sean Pack the future <laughs> now they're, they're, because they're still legal dealings because of Scott Hall and Razor Ramon yeah. uh, so Scott Hall and Kevin Nash rather they are very reticent to put Sean Mortman on TV without making sure the T's are crossed to the I's are dotted just because they don't want any more legal just imagine there. this
2: room full of like 15 executives going what are we going to call, call them the 3-2-1 kid? and all of his <laughs> matches that the pins are counted from 3 to 1
1: and it like, like we call them the lightning Sean like <laughs> like, ugh. wait a minute guys I figured it out flips over a white boy <laughs> and they've written 3 plus 2 plus 1 equals 6, six. oh my god they've got it and the sting from Only Murders in the Building Place doo doo doo, doo. <laughs> They've cracked it. They've cracked the case. And then next week's, like the teaser for next week's episode, is how we spell six to make it look cool. <laughs> it is the nineties after all. Yeah, So Ted DiBiase is here. They tease in a in a wrestling capacity. He won't be. He'll be in a non wrestling capacity. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was done with the WWF quite a while ago, and I think it was a case of waiting out the end of his contract before he came in. It uh, was well, pretty like unhappy DiBiose's with his career
2: though, man. Like if you look back at DiBiase's career, like the the height of the million dollar manship was like pretty much the end of his career like he'd, he'd had such a long run before that yeah like 20 years before then I think even like he was you know just tearing shit up on like the, the territory circuit so like it, it's, it's bizarre to think that that
1: guy's career's kind of already been and gone and now he's back do you know what's great though what? is that the final gift that he gave yeah. the World Wrestling Federation before he left was his new protégé the ringmaster I think you'll find it was Ted DiBiase Jr. <laughs> that man is <laughs> and not Cameron a Then Cameron Grimes, <laughs> <laughs>
2: ringmaster. Who the fuck's he? Yeah, he, he, he be? What's never, he ever gonna do with his life? He'll be a good. He'll be in the fucking
1: m- glacier in no time. <laughs> fucking good hand in the mid card if yeah. nothing else. Oh yeah, Stone Cold. Yeah, he's shit. just a
2: million dollar dream and an entrance. That's
1: uh, all, it's all he'll ever be. Never drew a dime. The Rock and Roll Express in action in a, yeah. in a rematch from Nitro seven million years ago. Against tech- Flan. Flan. <laughs> Flan. <laughs>
2: it on. Flan. No, I like
1: it. Flan.
2: But you have, you've got to say with that gusto every time. Flan. Flan on the takedown.
1: This is on the telly. Flan. <laughs> big block white
2: aerial <laughs> a Black screen. Flan.
1: <laughs> We've come up with a way to get rid of the NWO. <laughs> it's flan. No, not even the NWO can stop
2: flan It sounds like the type of fucking like miracle cream you'd buy <laughs> that can fix your car and skin.
1: Like, just get a jar of flan. Just cover it in flan. If you throw it in
2: the oven, it turns into like a lovely cake. It's yeah, it's just cream. It's a it's toy for a the kids. Cream.
1: <laughs> it's a toy for the kids. It's flan. <laughs> It'll make you younger. Flan so flan are in action Um, Ted DiBiase is watching and nodding
2: (laughs) yeah that's all he really Mm. does is just kind of go
1: yeah nod yes that is wrestling that's happening no interaction really between Flair and Anderson or the Rock World Express with Ted DiBiase woman uses her fingernails on the eyes of Robert Gibson so it's zero effective Uh, Bischoff and Heenan contemplate cruel cruel man (laughs) you're a cruel motherfucker Whatever Robert Gibson ever do to you? <laughs> he wouldn't look me in the eye. Uh, Bishop and Eden to play what DVOs Very obvious comment could mean about four and five. You've got to be the fifth horseman. Horse, fifth horseman. It's got to be fifth horseman rock and roll have a final flurry but it, however Robert uh, Ricky Morton absorbs an inverted atomic dot, a drop from flair and then a DDT fucking sharp as fuck DDT yeah. from Art Anderson and uh, he gets the one two three and flan one flan flan that should just be there flan 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 flan, Is that their theme? flan. yeah
2: while well, Jimmy Hart's just in the background
1: <laughs> joining in flan baby I wrote this <laughs> Flad that the either screen is one just...
2: lone fan stands up at the back. it's always <laughs> a plan but you see one lone fan stand up wipes so just wicks away a tear and just starts going <laughs> in time with the flan chants and then the whole fucking place is bouncing. who needs the horseman? And you got flad.
1: It's not a million miles away from what Joe Hendry and you or Amora have been doing. Yeah. on in fact, can I get a Joia? It's not a million miles away from Joia. It's flan, 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 flan. flan, flan, flan. <laughs> it's quite eerie. If I was the NWO, I'd leave. That's too weird.
2: Everybody's gonna say it the <laughs> exact same voice. Sort of like a hypnotone. <laughs> Flan.
1: Flan. Flan, 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 Flan. Anyway, Flan are talking to Gene at ringside. Uh, Arn says the hourglass has been turned on the NWO and when the cage shuts at war games, you'll look into our guts and you'll know the kind of men we are.
2: Look into my guts! You look into my guts, son. You look into my guts and you see in yourself a man.
1: I'm not in a rush to look into anyone's guts.
2: Well, Gene... Jean, um, but I'm sure there's someone on
1: OnlyFans that could probably sort that.
2: Jean's round eight here. Uh, <laughs> registered in clocked in at 106.38 on the Gene Watch timer. Uh, brought to you by Rolex. Giving what must have been an agonizing night of competition for Gene an official eighth round time of 8 minutes 50. Uh, woman then grabs a hold of Jean some more. Arne then tells him off for ogling woman. Uh, and that's about that's about it in terms of gene watch. Yeah. Yeah. You know? For now. Eight minutes or so, he probably got by. Yeah. He's I mean, gotta be suffering now, though. Eight
1: rounds. He's gonna be he's looking a bit sweaty.
2: Main event's still in sight.
1: There's still another match before yeah. then. Uh Alex Wright is in action. He's facing Oh my god! It's the
2: Jericho.
1: Feel it come, feel it come in. Judas, in Judas in my far distant mind. Chris Jericho's here.
2: God, back before he wow. sang himself to the ring, eh? Yeah. What a competitor. Come on, baby!
1: <laughs> Here he is! It is an embryotic barely-born, amoebic Chris Jericho. The Child. The Jerichild, if you will. Uh, this is Chris Jericho's WCW debut. He's bounced around the, ste- the scene in Canada as part comes, of Stampede. He's running down the ramp like, WCW for life, baby. He's so he's such a lovely so man. So blue chipper. Such a blue chipper. Such
2: Chris, very Jericho.
1: Got spotted in ECW, as most people do. Got offered some work with w, WCW, and this is where it begins for, for a man that will genuinely become a WWE Hall of Fame. At some point, he has to. He has to go in the Hall of Fame at some point. Yeah. It's Chris Jericho, he's won everything. He
2: decided he was going to take his ball and go to <laughs> go to Jacksonville, right? He's <laughs> <laughs> in there. Fucking Hall of Fame, can't he? Yeah. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> eh? They haven't got one. It's that, that meeting me, uh, meme where the guy gets thrown out of the <laughs> the window. Oh yeah. That's just like we're we going to put in the Hall of Fame this year. We're in Winnipeg. <laughs> it's like, oh, well, we could put in Chris Jericho. <laughs> no he's got to go in the Hall of Fame Man, oh, there's no way I love it he's not, you know a, a Hall of Fame of the second he retires
1: Eric Bischoff calls Chris Jericho an upstanding young wrestler uh, this is a great technical encounter between these two Jericho bless him even all these years before before we see him to this day, all these years later, he's still doing the same thing. As he's got a submission hold on Alex Wright, you hear him going, "Ask him, ask him," which is something that Jericho does to this day. Yes, it's great. I love it. It's it's it stayed with him. Uh, a Jericho drop kick to the outside, lovely stuff. This is his iconic jump onto the onto the t- turnbuckle whilst your opponent's on the apron and drop kick him off. Great. Looks lovely. Uh, he misses a dive into the corner. It gives Alex Wright an opening. You see Alex Wright land an axe handle to the outside, but in doing so, he cracks his head on the barricade. Yeah. Uh, the referee... Oh, Jericho gets back into the ring, and the referee counts out Alex Wright. He gets to nine, and Jericho stops him and, and sort of hand gestures to end the match. And then it was announced by David Penza that Chris Jericho doesn't want to win that way. So therefore, the match is a no contest and the crowd fucking hate it. Of course they do. Shit finish.
2: You've got a, uh, you've got a German guy on the outside. You've got him as good as beat. He's not going to fight back and you're not going to stamp on him. You're not very American, are you? And this... you go, I'm from Canada, actually. And they'll go,
1: all right, we'll boo you anyway then. This can't be. And I try to find <laughs> something about this. This can't have been the creative
2: I, I well, this. I was trying to watch it back. I couldn't quite see, but it feels like it was maybe genuine.
1: Yeah, like if like, like when you say genuine, you mean like this was this like, was what like, they had planned?
2: N- I don't know. Part of me thinks like a, a, it's kind of gone a bit sideways, a bit skewed.
1: Yeah, it didn't feel like this was how it was meant to go. Well,
2: we get a quick flash in the pan match next, don't we? Mm.
1: Which would have
2: sort of taken up the rest of the time.
1: Well, now this is his Nitro debut, but Jericho had also appeared on WCW Saturday Night i uh, oh, so not think
2: Night important. Is he, he, he defeated, you're not, you not going to far <laughs> in your career doing shit like that, are you?
1: Debut on Saturday night. So technically, he had already had thinking? a match and had, had a victory. 2023 well,
2: we will just not even be talking about you.
1: Guarantee <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs> I need my phone back now because I haven't printed off my final page of my notes. So I'm going to use my mobile device. Shambles. I am a shambles this You want this me to week? take over for now? No, I mean if you've got, unless you've got, because oh, oh yeah, because next we have uh, outside the ring, Mean Gene meeting Jerry. Jericho and Alex right at ringside. We do
2: so for round nine. Uh, Gene clocks in at one hour sixteen thirty-six, so a nine-minute fifty-eight turnaround here for Gene in <laughs> round nine. Nine <laughs> rounds so far with the main event still to come. Uh, what a trooper! Gene says that Jericho's a breath of fresh air because Jericho's like, I'm not beating him in this quite like this sort of manner because <laughs> he's like hurting stuff, uh, and Gene's kind of nice to Jericho. Uh, Jericho says he respects Wright, wouldn't win like that, and then runs down Hogan and the NWO because he's WCW for life, baby.
1: <laughs> this is a, such a white meat, <laughs> milk toast, baby face reaction. It's so bizarre, isn't it? It's like, oh, you're going to be the biggest fucking star in the world. It's it's a guy, obviously he's he's done all this and then obviously he knows where the power lies. It's getting the Hogan NWO thing over, yeah. so I've got to get that in. It puts me in mind of, I went for an interview uh, to get a, a breakfast show job back in 2011, I went yeah. for an interview, and uh, the man who would become my boss for several years. I had a chat. I was in in his office, and he was doing a charity ab sale yeah. that weekend. And I had about six quid to my name before I got paid on the Friday, and I donated five just yeah. to make a point. I'll, I'll sponsor you. Yeah, I'll you. And he was like, oh, "I appreciate that." And it was just like, I don't know why I did that. It felt like I was just trying to curry favour in thinking... And I ended up working with him for about four years, so it was yeah. great. And I don't think that I don't think that act made the difference. <laughs> but like Jericho going like, Hey, WCW for life! Give me a gig, please!
2: As if they're not going to take him on full time.
1: What a comparison, though, because Juventud Guerrero tried to do exactly the same thing, but the language barrier really let him down. Mm-hmm. Uh, both having these Nitro debuts. Uh, and it's just a shame that Jericho will not even get
2: close to the legacy the Juice
1: has. <laughs> oh my God, no one will. To be fair, nobody will. Uh, straight away back into action. Jericho they' have a little only break. Only
2: got to do promos with the Rock. <laughs> Hoovy got mentioned. Hoovy was the Rock. Hoovy got. Hoobie was the Rock. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah, did he did get mentioned. He. Yeah. Did Hoovy get mention. Is that
2: not why Hoovy starts just trying to be the Rock?
1: Possibly. Yeah. <laughs> The Steiner brothers are in action. They're taking on Dave Taylor and Robert Eaton of the Blue Bloods. And as we come to the ring, it's already underway, pretty much.
2: They've made their entrances. So mm. Good
1: to go. Uh, Robert Eaton, we talked about this last week, being billed as being from Stoke-on-Trent. Yes. Uh, okay, there's a reason for this. I saw this. William, yeah. William Regal revealed this. So uh, it was Regal's idea to build Robert Eaton as some Stoke-on-Trent. Now, this is Regal's wording, and it's of the time, so bear with. Uh, he says Stoke on Trent, which is rhyming slang for bent, yeah. as in like it's fictional, it's fake, it's not real, it's a, it's it's incorrect. Like, it's, right, yeah, yeah it's, it's a bit dodgy. It's dodgy. It's a bit, it's a bit yeah. sus. It's a bit dodgy. In that in that context, bent was meant to rhyme with Stoke on Trent. Yeah. So that's why he's from Stoke on Trent. So it's a little rib from Regal. It's just a rib anyway, because he's from Stoke. I mean, it's, yeah. It's, I mean, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I ain't gonna do. <laughs> I ain't going offer any obvisa- observation need on that. Any further?
2: Just you should have just replied with Google it.
1: <laughs> look at Stoke. Look Sorry, at duck, but come on now. Uh, <laughs> when Stafford's a breath of fresh air, there's a problem. Now. Steiner's and Blue Bloods. Dave Taylor and Robert Eaton are arguing about who started the match. So Rick Steiner starts for them, bouncing both their heads together. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, wasted time. Uh, It's all Ricky Baby for ages. Lovely power slam by Rick Steiner at one point as well. Dave is bloody livid with Robert on the outside because Robert's just getting shooed. Dave goes, I'll show you how it's done. And Dave Taylor gets into the ring and insists on Rick Steiner getting in there with him. Mm -hmm. And it starts okay for Dave, but then Rick ends up just putting a beating on him as well. Yeah, And it's more just kind of standing around and arguing while the Steiner's showboat. The big finish comes, and Scott doesn't really do much in this. The big finish comes because Robert grabs Rick from behind and holds him so Dave can hit him, but Rick moves. So Dave hits Robert Eaton, but Robert Eaton manages to go, don't worry, we'll shake this off, lads, it'll be fine. Dave Taylor then shakes it off. He puts Rick Steiner on his shoulders. Robert Eaton comes off the top rope. Uh, Rick Steiner catches him and turns into a fucking power slam, which was nice. <laughs> and that gets the three. Steiner literally hops into the ring just to quickly shoo Dave Taylor out. Yeah. Uh, so the Steiners pick up a win. Dave Taylor and Robert Eaton are arguing afterwards and they start fucking kicking the fuck they out of each actually other. they
2: fighting, yeah. So the Blue Bloods are now falling apart. It's been teased for a couple of weeks. Oh, but we're finally there. End Wrestling's of the... greatest tag team. <laughs> Wrestling's greatest stable <laughs> has finally come to an end. You a... talk about people like Buddy Rogers, you know, <laughs> Pedro Morales. They couldn't hold a candle to the blue
1: <laughs> <laughs> They could not hold a candle. Uh, as they... It's they... <laughs> the moment,
2: it's bigger than the curtain call, <laughs> mate.
1: They fight off, they fight off, to the back as Gene is speaking to Rick and Scott Steiner. They just yeah. sort of fight past them. And Steiner's like, oh, they're fighting each other now. Yeah, who cares? As if, <laughs> I keep putting my phone away, but I need it. Isn't it funny? Um, Rick Steiner is thrown down to, ha- to Harlem Heat, promising to beat them at Halloween Havoc. Scott says, no, it's fall bro." <laughs> yes.
2: Yeah, it's not Halloween. Because they start talking about pumpkins and dogs and, and Harlem Heat. And it's, it's very strange. It's your standard Stein affair. Rick
1: had a really lovely bit about Halloween. And then Scott had to go, no, we're fighting them at full brawl. And so, you could tell Rick was annoyed. Like, <laughs> I had this whole bit. But Scott saves it by saying, before the hens in the pen are going cock-a-doodle-doo, me and the dog-faced gremlin are training. Harlem Heat and full brawl, we're going to get radical. <laughs> the one time he could have probably got away with saying
2: cocks on TV. I mean, he did. Yeah. I mean, if you want to look at it, you know, from a from a different standpoint here, of course, uh, they were being spoken to by one mean Jean Oakland. This will be round 10 for Gene. Uh, Clocking it at 1 hour 22.28. The official Gene watch time is a Svelte 5.52, brought to you by Rolex. Nice. So, Steiners are confused about the infighting. as you said, kick off about all that bollocks, and then it's time for the main event.
1: Mm. Eric Bischoff and Bobby Heenan very quickly give us a talk-up for the main event. Heenan tells the NWO, you want to paint the town red? Flair knows how to paint the town red. Bring your spray paint. Wait till you see what's going to happen in the cage at Full Brawl. Just
2: you wait for the fifth horseman, guys.
1: Oh, yeah, the Fifth Horseman. Sat waiting. Mm -hmm. The Fifth Horseman. Definitely the Fifth Horseman. The main event is Steve McMichael and Chris Benoit, who have their own music. Uh, They're facing Stang and Lex Lugan. This is a fucking brawl from the off.
2: Yeah, straight into a fight. They're just bringing it to him. Like, just laying in strikes.
1: Horseman working over Lex Luger for a bit. Benoit really going on the going to town verbally on Lex as well. Yeah. Like, shouting at him, which is quite cool.
2: Screaming WBF at him, slapping him
1: around. <laughs> I can pro this, you motherfucker. Gary Stryker! Wow! <laughs> 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 hot tag to sting sting clears house nearly gets a scorpion submission on mongo but benoit makes the save the match breaks down once again and what the fuck is this hot dog wandering down to the ring Is any hollywood ogre? oh
2: no he's here right after load of people were like oh yeah i know what you're like you you leave right because you're you're a bunch of dicks you turn up <laughs> backstage you don't even come out Foreshadowing
1: was indeed. Scott Hall and Kevin Nash aren't too far behind as Hogan begs off from Mongo. He suckers him into a trap from Scott Hall and Kevin Nash. They strike on Mongo as the bell sounds for the the non-finish to our main event. And then they just they just sort of take it over the line, don't they, Tom? Oh, mate, so far over the line we can't even see them anymore. They're they're in the vanishing point. Mongo gets sprayed on the Mongo gets beaten down and then NWO sprayed on his back in the ring. Benoit and Sting get razor's edges, slash jackknife power bombs, and then Hogan does the deal on them. They get NWO spray painted on their back.
2: Why wasn't there ever a jackknife edge, a razor's knife power bomb?
1: Oh, how did you, you just
2: you bring them up over your shoulders and then just 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 fucking release them. <laughs> just? There was just really really no, it's not. It's sort of border toss,
1: right? there's there's (laughs) two versions there's the border toss and the last ride yeah, last ride because it has that little lift at yeah, the end. But I think no, I think
2: you need to. Uh, <laughs> they need to start at a very awkward position on your own shoulders just to make it funnier. <laughs> You've got to start at the razor's edge position and then just sort of move it somehow over the shoulders and down in one big fluid motion.
1: Would a liger bomb? Oh, so like, would a liger bomb maybe be? No, maybe no. I
2: don't know. But either way, it's got to come from an eight foot tall
1: man. <laughs> yeah. Undertaker, that's the one. um yeah, so Ric Flair on the outside gets beaten around by Hogan. Hogan doesn't spray paint NWO straight away. No, he grabs a spray paint and he and he sprays a black streak straight through the white of hair of Flair yeah. and sprays him in the eyes, of course, as well. Oh yes, of course. Yeah, yeah he gets him in the blind. eyes as well. It's just a disgusting, horrible attack, and the fans who have been fucking hating Nitro all night really show their absolute disgust by just bombarding the ring with. Cans and drinks and detritus. I, I get why we don't do the throwing
2: trash stuff anymore, but there is such a fucking visual to it. Yeah. There is such a fucking visual to shit getting thrown in the ring. It's just, it's amazing. It always makes me kind of nostalgic. I don't know what it is. Uh,
1: after a little bit of hot-dogging and grandstanding as the rubbish throws around them, uh, Hogan, Nash and Hall leave everybody flat out in the ring, head towards the announce table and Bischoff and Heenan take a powder. And, and And what Hogan goes for here is you know i see what he was going for it didn't really scan yeah. He went, he, you know like jack nicholson here's the nwo doesn't quite scan hogan but i appreciate what you were going for and as hall and nash put themselves over on the coventry table with the headsets on yeah. hogan goes around the front and on the nitro emblem on the coventry table spray paints nwo and then we top. cut back to the ring and it's really awkward <laughs>
2: It's just just a couple of people like picking themselves up and looking around. (laughs) It's just like the uh, end of the the show.
1: It's like the morning after a house party. It was just like that, and I mean, a hot, hot ending to the show that that, you know re-established the NWO as a threat.
2: Winter grade crowd.
1: Yes. Jesus. They didn't deserve that cool ending. No, they didn't. They did not they deserve, deserve it. Like
2: a, a sixty-minute Iron Man level draw. Yeah. Of just rest holds.
1: <laughs> um, the Observer writes: there is another outsider on the booking sheet, starting on the twenty-eighth of September in Columbus, Ohio. Uh, sheets released to the Observer list outsider number four to be facing Jim Powers an outsider number five teaming with Hall and Nash to face Flair Anderson and Benoit Uh, speculation I don't believe Jeff Jarrett is free for another week Davey Boy Smith's original contract was up this week we haven't heard that he's officially re-signed he's being pushed in WWF um as if he's in their long-term plans whoever number five is has to be a big name because he's going to work a singles program with Sting it's Stone Cold Steve (laughs) Austin just you wait (laughs) so that's some early plus so we could see new horsemen as soon as next week and apparently big names
2: well we've already had Ted sit there and say he's going to be a new horseman definitely a new horseman he Mm. actually definitely said it Eric Bischoff reiterated that he's going to be a new horseman guys so you know you just don't even think
1: about tech. don't worry guys just Isn't... think
2: about just think about every other wrestler <laughs> yeah.
1: he's a new horseman guys it's fine it'll be fine uh, busy Nitro
2: yeah very busy night.
1: lots uh, in there a lot going
2: on but again the, it's sort of it's gelling the point where you're getting a nice range of stuff it was a shame the crowd really weren't on board no it was a shame that the, the fucking cruiserweight title match had to be the one with the constant cutting back because it felt like there was like a limiter on that for the first half of it and then you know it just felt kind of like it fell over in places but Gene got some good times in um, <laughs> as and, he always yeah, does good week as he always does he had like a two minute turnaround at one point Tom that's, <laughs> if that's not a world record for the time
1: how would you grade Gene's wanking uh, performance based on last week
2: I'd say that he definitely had more to do this week, mm. for sure. It, it felt like there was a lot more going on in terms of, you know, backstage role for Gene. So he's had to juggle both of those things there. But you know, he's a solid competitor. And um, you know, he didn't get to where he is without a skill set.
1: Very, sure. <laughs> great answer. Yeah. Strong answer. Uh, on the. <laughs>
2: World Championships
1: next year. <laughs> Sam's on Twitch tonight. If you listen to this on the Thursday that it comes out, if not, you've missed him. Where have you been? You coward. Yeah. Uh, on Shambolic. The... Shambolic. Uh, AEW Wrestle Dream this weekend as the memory of Antonio Inoki watches over AEW on Sunday. Slapping
2: everybody.
1: <laughs> Bitch slapping. I do hope the ghost of Inoki does turn up and just <laughs> fucking... Gonna afford a... Are you going
2: to afford a, uh, a hologram? <laughs> yeah, except
1: books the ABBA ones instead. Yeah. Oh, no. Bjorn comes down, starts slapping someone around. would be brilliant, wouldn't it? Yeah. It'd be, I'd love that. You can watch if it happens with us, live reactions with myself and Fraser Porter Sunday night on the Cultaholic YouTube channel. Uh, predictions and nine pitches before that, and then what happened at, and the WTF moments to follow as well. Also, on the podcast feed over the weekend, uh, Mm -hmm. since there is a bit of a focus uh, on wrestling in Japan, I haven't haven't told you this yet, I don't think. Did you catch the Bullet Train match?
2: I've not had a chance to watch it yet, but I am excited.
1: I had a bit of time mm-hmm. chatting with the president of DDT Pro Sanshiro Takagi
2: amazing
1: and we talked all about the Bullet Train match oh that's sweet <laughs> a special podcast presentation on the Bullet Train match on the podcast feed on Sunday that's incredible he's great Can't wait to check what a out. lovely man yeah <laughs> the one there was and, and I asked him what one of the big issues were with putting that match together one of the problems they faced the answer surprised me <laughs> Nothing, not anything to what I thought it was going to be. But you can hear it on the podcast feed on Sunday. And for the latest wrestling news throughout the day, you can check out com. He's at the Sam Driver on Twitter. I'm at Tom Gamble on Twitter. W. Gene, let, let go uh, of it. <laughs> stop it. It'll fall off, it's Gene. Stop, we're done.